Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast is the football, the soccer, the, the football. Yes. Join myself, Paul Williams, and James Panas as we talk football. No games from last week, I'm afraid. International break. But there's plenty of games in this coming week. Lots, in fact. So find out what we think is going to happen in those games and. Let's have a little flutter while we're at it, get a little bit of money on it, see how we're going to go in the bets. If you are checking us out on YouTube, there's video for this, and there's that little button that says subscribe. If you click it, magic things happen. Maybe. Anyway, here we go. This is Cookie Cast. You can't see the forest for the teas. And we are off, in theory. Theory. Theory states we are off. There's video, there's audio. There's people. I'm here. Paul's here. James Panas is here. James iPhone has joined as well. So that can only mean one thing. We now have to decide whose turn it is to do the intro of this podcast. I believe it's not my go. Not my own. Welcome along, everybody. We're back in the three boxes of hell that you see mm-hmm. amongst you. With the timer of hell as well, then. With, with the timer of impending doom. Mm. Uh, it's like it's all counting down. But anyway, oh. welcome along. Hit the phone. Thrilling instalment of You Can't See the Forest for the Tees. According to the names, you can't see the forest anywhere. So, yeah, you got to look real, real far down the table, haven't you? Sure, sure, Matt will be appreciating that one when he listens. <laughs> Love you, man. He always, he always assumed that the uh, the name of the podcast was a dig at forest. So, there you go. Let's see where we are at the end, from. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Well, I mean, it, it 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 could be a sprint if you keep losing games, and then you're gonna have to sprint like to get over the finish line. So. <laughs> we'll see. It's only moon period, anyway, isn't it? It's the witch hour where wins become losses and losses become wins. Sorry, wrong. Andy spot. never Andy gets it. Andy Ro- gets wrong spot. Sorry. Do I need to go and sort my lights? Because I can see like a proper flare going on there. Or is it, is it alright? It's, it's not terrible, but it's not ideal. It's up to you. I think you, should move, I think you should move your head between the two and then it'll give you like an angelic glow. And then we can just, you know. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I can't hold it at this. <laughs> Right, give me one second. You know when you know when they do the uh, you know when they do the podcast awards for uh, you know special content and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean we're we're definitely going to be up for a podcast award at some point in time. Big time. <laughs> so.
So, oh, now, now he's gone to no likes. Um, one of the things about said football podcast is there were no games from last week. International break in it, which for us meant no opportunities to win lollies. Because that's how we like to roll. But there will be, I'm sure, there must be. Even I've got football news. Even I've got football news. So you better be... prepare the meal, Andrew. Well, the virus. The virus creeping on those uh, well-known football players. Was it uh, was it CR seven taken down, chopped oh, down yeah. at the at the legs by the virus? See, That's even true. I've got football news. So there's almost definitely football news. Then they'll be talking about what games we've got coming up, which I believe a very a, a veritable buffet of games this time out to make up for the lack of games. We're doubling down on the games. And as we know, that's two chances to win loads of lovely money. Yeah, happens to us all the time, doesn't it? Happened to us the week before last. When I say us, yeah. I mean Paul. But you know, we're we're a collective. A hive mind. Yeah. I've gone with a little theme this week. So so I've got yes, you there in the red t shirt. have been going less than 10 minutes I'm pretty sure I've seen James drink two different beers I was finishing one off it's and then I thought while I'm changing the lights I'll just get another one because there you go he's had a small can of what looked to be Moretti and he's now got himself a little can a little bottle of Heineken yeah because um, I forgot to put Heineken's in the fridge this morning ready for when I got home so and no, he wasn't already working. He doesn't have a Heineken in the freezer when I walked in, just to. Although it's been in literally for about ten minutes, so it's not cold. It's fine. Just to put a little bit of chill on it. Yeah. Um. I, I, I know we've not talked about what's going on in the England game. I was oblivious to what was going on. So, as the as as we are recording, the England game is ongoing. I, I just uh, England, did, I just saw the headline of Maguire. England are losing. Yeah. Have you not been following the game? Uh, I, if I'm being honest, I'd completely forgotten they were even playing. I, I believe Maguire has seen red. He has. Mm. He's cracked, isn't he? He's certainly not good. They were suggesting at the weekend, this is like obviously this week, they were suggesting at the weekend that the only reason he's playing three at the back is because, you know, he doesn't want to drop Maguire, but there's two better defenders than him. Oh my. <laughs> well. What became of all of the, uh, the birthday celebrating football players? I don't know, is Chilwell playing tonight? They were suggesting that they might just have to like swallow the pride and just play him. 
Uh, Always good to stick to your guns when handing out uh, disciplinary. Can't see anything. No, it looks like they're playing Maitland Niles at wing back. Interesting. So, this week in football. Mm hmm. Go. Well, the biggest news was that some of the Premier League clubs attempted to put together a proposal of sorts. Cheers, mm -hmm. but no, the uh, the actual name of it. Was it something like Project... Oh, Christ. I don't know, but when you say some Premier League clubs, I'd read Liverpool and United. Right, so it was called Project Big Picture. Solid. This is this this was the uh, the update from Sky Sports at eight fifty three p.m. on fourteenth the fourteenth of October twenty twenty. Premier League clubs have rejected Project Big Picture, but have agreed to create an emergency financial package for clubs in League One and League Two. At a virtual meeting on Wednesday, all twenty clubs unanimously agreed that neither the Premier League nor the FA would endorse or pursue the proposals, which included changing the voting structure of the Premier League, as well as funding models for the English Football League and Football Association. The clubs have also agreed to work as a collective and with transparency on any future plans that involve the structure of finance of earth. The clubs have agreed to work, on, to work as a collective and with transparency on any future plans that involve the structure or financial of English football. These proposals, which have not been rejected, were initially drawn up by Liverpool with the backing of Manchester United. Mm. So, the proposal was that the Premier League would be reduced to 18 clubs. Mm. Can't see that getting off the ground to start off with. Uh, no more EFL Cup, so no more League Cup and no more Community Shield. The Community Shield is just a bit of a... I don't really understand why they want to get rid of that one. It's a one-off game. What's one more game? Mm -hmm. Special status for the nine longest-serving clubs: the Big Six, Everton, West Ham, and Southampton. So that's Arsenal, Chelsea, Man United, Man City, Liverpool, Man City, and Spurs. Liverpool and Spurs. Mm -hmm. And then Everton, West Ham, Man Everton, West Ham, Southampton. Only six of the nine longest-serving clubs need to vote for major change. A £250 million immediate compensation for the EFL. Uh, that, that figure also or represents the coronavirus financial bailout. Uh, the Premier League to commit 25% of future revenue to the EFL. And then the biggest, the biggest point of this for me was the club that finishes 16th in the Premier League to replace the 6th place championship club in the EFL playoffs. So, I know they've got a similar system in Germany, I think, and Scotland, for that matter. Scotland just had a straight-up game game off, didn't they? It wasn't a playoff situation. They just, the second bottom of the Premier League played. Yeah. Because it, it was only two up, two down, one at one stage. 
because I think it, how it worked was that in the Scottish Premier League, the Bond team went down automatically. Champions went up. Champions went up automatically. Then you had and then the second, the, third, the playoff fourth. winner then have to play the second bottom. Yes, I think it was second, third and fourth, then went into a playoff where third played fourth, the winner of that played second, the winner of that then played the team that finished second bottom in the Premiership. Yeah. But by the sounds of this thing, the team that finishes 16th in the Premiership would just have to go straight into the four-team playoff in the Championship. So, mm. to stay up, they'd have to win three games. mind that concept I don't hate it like a lot more movement I don't hate it but can you imagine like it's all season and they don't and they make and they get they get binned out of the playoffs on the last game of the season you're so funny do you mean they drop from 5th to 6th <laughs> yeah but I'm like, can you imagine that Obviously, it wouldn't be a problem if it's agreed at the end of the, at the, at the start of the season. Then no one, they, the team who finishes sixth can't then just go, oh, this is unbelievable. I, 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 yeah. so oh, why are they proposing that this takes effect before the end of this year? I'm assuming, well, no, I'd imagine that that's the restructured one. So, so obviously, yeah. currently 20, 20 teams in the Premier League. So, the, I mean, the last time they did the restructure... Was they did it over a couple of years, didn't they? Where it was just well, like four, four down, three up. They did it over the course. No, it was four down, two up. So I they thought did they did it twice: four down, no, three up, two years no, running. No, if you think about it, what they did, they did go straight from forty-two did, games to thirty-eight games. Yes, it was. It was basically right, because all was it not all the leagues had twenty-four teams. In. Twenty-two. Twenty-two teams. That probably made more sense. So you went from having... No, because that, that wouldn't add up, would it? It must have been 22 in top division and then more in other ones. Because we def- we've definitely never had more than a 42-game Premier League, have we? No, I don't think so. So, if there was 22 there, that leaves 70 other teams to, to be distributed amongst three divisions. Twenty-four must be four is forty-eight. Yeah, so it must have been it must have been 24-24-22. And then by dropping the extra two from the Premier League, it dropped it to twenty and then three sets of twenty-four. So at the end of the 94-95 season, four teams went down from the Premier League, and then one team went up automatically. From the championship and their playoffs, division one as was, mm-hmm. and then the, the teams finishing second to fifth then went into the playoffs. Must have been an absolute hell of a team that went up that season as the champions. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That was the season that Middlesbrough got promoted back to the Premier League. So, it's, so they've done it before. They've done it like before with the restructure, but 
Uh-huh. The other problem with that is that obviously that would then imbalance the football league figures. So you'd have 18 in the top division, then would you have a 2016 championship? Wait a minute. Or, you have, or would you try and do 25, 25, 24? They just have to see that that drop all the way along the leagues, wouldn't they? Surely. Can you, you imagine a twenty six a twenty six team championship, fifty league games? Yeah. It could happen. Mm-hmm. But so obviously, well, it's not going to matter anyway because it got apparently it got unanimously shut down. So. I think it's the it's the old uh, it's the old adage of turkeys voting for Christmas sort of thing, isn't it? Like, if you tell Premier League teams, oh, we're going to try and make it a bit more like it's a closed shop, so everyone outside like, of those top nine goes no. Yeah, so so teams like Burnley, for example, probably just go, uh, no, we'll we'll reject that proposal if that's all right, Hans. Teams like Villa just going, um, can we go back like? Six years when we were quite a long-standing member of the Premier League. Um, so I, I don't think it'll be the end of it. I imagine there'll be revised proposals will come mm-hmm. to the forefront and things like that. So certainly won't be the last we hear of it from my perspective. But um, yeah, it's Anything else? From this week, um, I just saw a couple of stats about South American football uh, goal scorers. See, there was someone scored. Someone scored for Argentina last night, and I think they said it was the first time in four years someone not called Lionel Messi had scored a World Cup qualifying goal. How insane is that? Especially when you consider that Argentina got Aguero who could play up top for Higuain, who could play up top from. And then that one that came out today where Neymar's now Brazil's second top goal scorer. Yeah, Ronaldo last night with an hat trick, didn't he? Yeah. Did he say that he's only 13 short of Pelly now or something? Wow. Impressive. Yeah. And he's only, what, mid-twenties? And, and, and I don't think he's regarded as one of the greats. I never thought of him as that. Well, there was always talk on when he went to PSG. The, the talk was that he moved to PSG because he wanted to win a Ballon d'Or. Yeah, a bit short-sighted. Obviously, forgetting that going to PSG meant that he was going to a league that was going to be won by one team. And until last year, famously crap in the Champions League. <laughs> Strange enough, against a team that he played for. Well, there were five. They were four aggregate, and Barca beat them six five. All right, yeah. Or five four, or whatever it was. They they absolutely creamed them. There were four. It was like they needed to score four in the last. Or was it three in the last five minutes? And they managed it. Certainly managed it. So yeah, that's that's all I've got. I'm just. Um, 
you're obviously just trying to get up the um, fixtures. Well, I can tell you what the first fixture is, if you'd like. Because, funnily enough, it features your team. So, this Saturday, Nottingham Forest <laughs> go up against Blackburn Rovers. Oh, fucking hell. Mm. Now then, gentlemen, what I will say to you is, I've decided today to try something a little bit different. For me personally, I don't want to sway your decisions in any way, shape or form. I personally have already put all of my picks on the paper. Which means that they're almost definitely going to be wrong. I have used the same score for every game. That's right. Just slightly manipulated to be able to do that. And then I pick goal scorers. Does that mean you've got Brody in red in like seventeen nil? Hmm. Um, and then I picked a load of goal scorers who almost definitely don't play for those teams anymore. So fun to be had going forwards. Uh, James, as it's your team, you will pick last. Mm-hmm. So Paul. What are you reckoning? Blackburn Rovers versus Nottingham Forest. Go easy, Paul. So, as James correctly pointed out, this is Chrissy Hewton's first game in the dugout. Mm-hmm. Don't think he'll win. Don't think you'll get beat. They give him one apiece. Take me down for a nil-nil. Hmm. It's interesting you say that because normally I'd be like Blackburn are free-scoring. Been doing well. Just went back and had a look at the last um, round of fixtures. Blackburn drew nil-nil against ten men. Tomlin got sent off, didn't he? Doesn't do well for my Are you literally like Rain Man? Uh, Yeah, Uh, he got sent off with 20 minutes to go. Blackburn didn't win. Which is weird, because Blackburn have been scoring pretty freely this year. I seem to remember watching it, or seeing the the incident on Sky Sports News, and I think he went up to the guy and just decked him. As he was walking past him, he just like... Chinned him or clipped him on the ear, the ear or something. It was like right in front of the referee. So blatant, and he was never going to get away with it. Did he then mm. fall on the floor, clutching his shin and being like, "Ah." Uh. The, the, the write-up is when Armstrong was sort of my card. If it was to begin to feel like Blackwood were taking over the game, this was certainly the case when Tomlin inexplicably got himself sent off. Sam Gallagher was in his own penalty area when Tomlin came charging in, leading with his elbow and sent the back to substitute tumbling. Bloody hell. As you've gone with a nil-nil, I don't need any goal scorers from you. So, like Indiana Jones, I went down into the tombs with a bag of sand and a hat and a whip. 
and I got the artifact and I brought it out of that tomb and I blew on it and the dust came off. So, 2-1 Blackburn Rovers, Armstrong and Gallagher to score for Blackburn. And Ooh, someone's been doing some research here. Graben to decide that it's time for Nottingham Forest to start putting goals on the scoreboard. James. One all. I feel like somebody might have given you that score earlier. I can't think who it was. Goal scorers. For Forest. Freeman again. Free man. Free man. For Black he was a free man. For Blackburn. Brereton. I nearly went with him. Oh, Kurt of the old boy. Mm. Okay. So there we go. Next game on my sheet is Middlesbrough versus Reading. Paul, as it's your team, you will pick last. James, Middlesbrough, Reading. Be nice, James. Middlesbrough-Nil, Reading, 1. Your Reading goal scorer. I'm not entirely 100% sure how you pronounce it, but I'm just going to go with mate. <laughs> me! Me! What are you doing, me? Yeah. I believe it's matey. Matey? It matey? Like the bubble bath? Matey! Like the bubble bath. Um, I clearly have a lot more faith in Middlesbrough than you do, James. Mm -hmm. Because I've gone with 2-1. Middlesbrough. Has anybody seen a pattern here? Paul, do you has, have a has, question? Has anyone, I was going to say, has anyone looked at the table? Yeah, ready to go. Don't care. What I was going to say was, um, I've got James's bet ready to go, if you want it. Um, yeah. You're messing with his flow now, Paul. So, James with his 1-1 draw Blackburn versus Nottingham Forest at 11-2, and his Middlesbrough nil, Reading 1 at 8-1, gives James a whopping double of 57.5-1. to Wonderful stuff. Um, I've got Chubb, obviously, and Brit, and then Bulldog. Sam Bulldog. Paul, how many are your team going to absolutely smash Reading by? Well, before I give you that, Andrew. 
Did you say a 2-1 home win double? I did. For your production. Yes, so, sir. Both, both, teams to, uh, both games to finish 2-1 to the home side, 15-2, giving you a double of 71.25-1. to 1. I like that. That sounds like a winner to me. We'll go for Middlesbrough 1, Reading Football Club 1. Goal score. I will go with Chubber, because why not? If he scores, he'll be the first Middlesbrough player since, insert correct player's name here, there to score in his first three league games for the club, so... Fingers crossed. For Reading, I will go with Puskas. I nearly went Puskas. Um, and now we've concluded that. Oh my lord! I've just looked at it. You know, across the week, Middlesbrough's two fixtures. I know. Tough sledding. <laughs> Tough sledding. Well, speaking of Middlesbrough, not only are they playing at the weekend, Tuesday. As is yeah. Nottingham Forest, but we'll get to that shortly. So, Middlesbrough. Oh, you've got, you need money on. Yes, sir. So, 0-0 draw, Blackburn Forest, 17-2. 1-1 draw, Middlesbrough Reading, 11-2. Giving me a double of 60.75-1. to Oh, that's, that's very close betting this week. Mm. This roll... In and around the £60 mark. Mm-hmm. So, Middlesbrough are first to play on Tuesday. And that game is against the Titty Bar, Bristol City. Again, Paul, it's your team. You will pick last. I've already decided the score so Jay well why not why not and the pattern might become a little clearer Um, Bristol City 1 Middlesbrough 2 Wells to score for Bristol City obviously uh, Old Chubber and a classic Wingy banger. Casual wingy banger. True story. Yeah, boy. James. 2-0 to Bristol City. Oh. Take that, Middlesbrough. Wells 2. Oh. Paul Williams. Puts out of our misery. Um, uh, I absolutely agree with James. Uh, however, I'm just going to put us down for a 1-0 loss. Ugh. But I do think it will be Naki Wells that scores. You can't really pick Bristol City to score goals without it being Wells. It would be foolish. <laughs> Correct now, uh, the question, the big question here, gentlemen, is 
do we think that we can correctly predict Nottingham Forest versus Rotherham United in 3 minutes and 17 seconds, yes or no? Yes, but not then. Yeah. So in that case, in that case, let's take what for the viewer stroke listener will be no break whatsoever and for us will be almost no break whatsoever. And I'll see you two gentlemen very shortly. Could probably get beer. (laughs) See? Just like that. Dear listener, dear viewer, your life is not interrupted the way ours also wasn't really interrupted. So, final game to predict is Nottingham Forest versus Rotherham United. James, obviously your team, you will be going last in the pick. Paul, I have already made my decision. I'm going to go first. So... So there, deal with it. Uh, Nottingham Forest 1, Rotherham United 2. Did anybody work out the uh, the, the pattern? The pattern. Uh, Grabham is obviously going to be getting them goals this week, in my opinion. Now then, here we go. The Cell... Is it, it's not Darius, is it? It's not Darius Vassal. What? About 45 years old? Is it Darius Vassal's son? No! I, I think just I, I another don't even Vassal. Know, I don't even know if they're related. Kyle Vassell Vassal. He was at Birmingham a couple of seasons ago. Mm. And Smith. Yeah, look at that. Paul. Hit me well, with your before, rhythm stick. Before we before we dive into my prediction, Andrew, I would just like to tell you that your two one away win double is nine to one for Middlesbrough, twelve to one for Rotherham United, giving you a double of a hundred and twenty nine to one. Jeebus. But that little dicky. Tell you, if we win that one, definitely coke and hookers. So, I went 1-0 Bristol City. You did. Nottingham Forest versus Rotherham. Uh, Chrissy Uton's first home game in charge. James enjoying his 18th different drink of the evening. Good to see. Just a Coke Zero, man. No doubt you'll be having a coffee with him. No doubt you'll be having a coffee before too long anyway. So, Chrissy Uton's first game in charge at home. I think he'll scrape his way to a 1-0 win. Wow. Now here's what's going to shock you. That goal will be scored by Jack Holbeck. So, my 1-0 home double, 
13 to 2 for Bristol City, 11 to 2 for Nottingham Forest gives me a double of 47.752. Wow. Come on, James, take it home for us. I'm going to go for a, a Forest win by two goals to one. Goal scorers. For Rotherham, sadly. For Forest, Graben, although I'm not 100% sure he's going to play. Um, and we might split the difference, I might just go Taylor. I'm not sure which one's going to play. Kind of, I think it kind of depends on the uh, the result earlier at the weekend as to to what happens in this game. Would agree with that. So to round out the week nicely, James has a Bristol City two nil eleven to one, Nottingham Forest two one seven to one double, returning him. 95 to 1. That double click signifies the end of the predictions, gentlemen. Then we've got a good spread there, good chances. Get some more pennies in the bank. Get those coffers coughing. So. As the predictions are in, that brings us to any other business. James, any other business? Not from me. No. Paul, any other business? No, sir. And I'm sure we're not surprised to find out I have no other business. So, it's thank you from me to you, James. I know you're a busy man and uh, freeing the time up to do this. Is appreciated. Paul, as Thanks always, up. an absolute delight. And, Not a busy uh, man. He's as busy as any other man. That he can is. be in the midst of whatever the hell we're, we're dealing with these days. So there we go. As a phrase I've heard on another one of the podcasts I listen to, busier than a one-armed paper hanger. What? Yeah. Work that one out. What was the, what was the podcast? It was a wrestling podcast. Yeah. Obviously. Wrestling. Right. Maybe even a one-armed paper hanger. I don't understand it. And I don't intend to. Well, he's only got one arm, hasn't he? So he'd have to, he'd have to paste the paper. And paste the paper. Busy boy. Right, well thank you very much for that That enlightened uh, end to, to this podcast And uh, I, will, I will check in with you gentlemen next week Thank you, bye So there you go, what do you think to that? Another one done, another week gone Another week of the season gone It'll all be over before you know it Better make the most of it, hey? YouTube watchers um, I mean... Should I say YouTube subscribers? You guys are the real heroes, aren't you?
You know you are. Of course you are. Everybody jump over to the cookiecast.com. Check us out over there. Send us some form of love. Social media, email, kiss the screen. Anything. We accept it all. So that's it for this one. Until next time, I'll say bye, and I will see you then. Bye.